Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. We are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 142. Yes. Episode 142, because wow. we just did 141. You remember that? So I think mathematically that makes sense. And next will be and 143. Numerically. Totally. I'm a mathematical genius. <laughs> uh, Someone how, graduated college. I know. How are you doing today? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Good, we, good. we both Busy. seem kind of sprite and perky. Yeah. This is a good night. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's late, but we're good. Yeah. We're it's all right. Um. Interesting topic, as always. I mean, we don't like to bring non-interesting topics. Then there's <laughs> a no, boring yeah. topic. Here for we're going to talk about a boring thing today. <laughs> uh, this one is the importance of play, hmm. and basically, let your kids have some fun. Oh, for sure. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the fun part about. about being a kid, right? Having fun. Totally. So, here's how this came about. So, typically, my kids come in when it gets dark out. Right. You know, and I remember when I was growing up, hey, street lights come on. Yes. That's the time that's to go in. That's the time in. to go in. That's that's when you came in. Yeah. So the other day, it had been dark for about an hour, which is rare, you know, like to have this amount, amount of time. And my kids were still outside. Uh-huh. You know, and here we have daylight savings, so it's still it's still somewhat early. Sure. It's not, but usually when it's dark, they come in and uh, so I went outside to call them in for dinner. Um and witness something that was almost just too good to interrupt. Okay. <laughs> As a father. Uh-huh. And like, um, so outside and like the neighbor, there's a basketball hoop and like in the street area. Cause we live in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. There's seven to eight kids, all the kids from the neighborhood that are close by, or there may even been more watching or whatever, laughing, playing, having an awesome time yeah. in a kind of not so serious game of basketball. Oh, like okay. they were using this like really large, big blown up ball and they just laugh <laughs> like the, the, the sounds that were coming out, yeah. like just laughing. Having, I mean, the greatest time. Yeah. So it was weird because I stepped outside and normally I'd be like, all right, kids, come on. You know, like, mm. let's go. I don't even sometimes give them warnings or anything. Yeah. Especially if it's too late and it's, they know they're supposed to come in. But at that moment, I remembered how much I used to enjoy playing at night like yeah, when i was allowed yeah. to or my parents were like oh they didn't call me in or you know whatever <laughs> and so i waited like i waited for a little bit i just yeah. kind of sat there for a couple minutes watching and then i waited for a break in the plane i just said hey you know and i think they were ready to like okay you know yeah, yeah. i said hey come inside in about 15 minutes <laughs> you know so i gave them like extra an extra time. time and they chimed back they're like okay you know yeah. happy and whatever <laughs> so it was just this little antidote that I was thinking about, about how important play is. And yeah. I, and at that moment, watching my children just have a great time with the friends and yeah. just really, really enjoying himself. It's unstructured. There's no, you know, there, it, maybe there's a little competition. No, knows, but it's but like, it's that's like, the fun part where they just make it up. It was just making it up and they're all about the same age. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some a little older, some a little younger, but yeah. it's like, it was just, everyone was getting along. It was just really, really cool. And so that, that's what made me think about this importance of play, mm-hmm. you know, and how important it is. And, I, and I've heard it throughout the years of mm-hmm. just like, you know, sometimes they actually have it in the workplace of how important it is to have fun and all the stuff. But I think that there's, you know, the kids of today really play less mm. than the kids in the past than maybe so? we did. Yeah. You know, um, 
And I think, you know, keep in mind, I'm talking about unstructured play. Yeah. I mean, you know, how, what I was just mentioning. So, I, you know, I think, you know, sports and games and activities that we are involved in might be considered play. We're really talking about like physical, non-electronic. Uh, <laughs> right. Spontaneous. Yeah. Spontaneous play. <laughs> yeah. So I, I set out like I normally do. It's kind of, so what's the reason for this change? Mm-hmm. Like what, you know, what could this be? So came up with a couple things. And so here's a few explanations for maybe why nowadays we have the, or children play less than they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually some statistics like to support it. So first is there's simply less space to play. Mm-hmm. So I know where, where I grew up, my home backed up to like a really large forest you know, where we lived. And I'm, and I'm sure that area has been developed with a bunch of houses <laughs> yeah, and yeah. there's just less space. Sure. You know, so unless you live in a countryside or live in an area where there's just, you know, maybe large space between homes. Yeah. Like whatever. I grew up in a small, t- uh, large town and there was enough space between homes where everyone had a front yard, a backyard and a side yard. Yeah. And then where you, uh, funny, you should mention that because the house I lived in had woods in the back. It wasn't like a forest, but it was yeah. definitely woods and there's undeveloped lands. It's still there. In it, yeah. It's so, still undeveloped. I mean, we had... Uh, just insane amounts of good time oh, yeah. in that forest and yeah. playing and just creating and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think that just in general, there is less, less space. You know, there's people living yeah. in uh, more uh, constricted, you know, smaller spaces yeah, or yeah. whatever. So that's one. I think um, the replacement of play with electronics that's sure. a given. Like you said, because of space. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about it. We've played, you know, we played Atari and we played other video games, sure. but there was a balance where we'd play for a little bit and then we'd go out. Yeah. I think, you know, gaming phones and even television has changed. Absolutely. The addiction level sure. and the amount of time spent on those devices. Yeah. Um, you know, so having and having access to all of those, it provides entertainment. So that's where children will spend some, you know, sure. spend time. But it's just not the play and the activity that we are accustomed to. Yeah. Now, I'd love to hear people's opinions because we've talked about how it's our romantic view of how things used <laughs> yeah. to be. When we were kids. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, you know, electronics, it, it is just different. But there are effects of that. You know, whether we like it or not, they're more sedentary. They're more, you know, there's other issues yeah. with that. Now, there might be some benefits, too. We've talked about, you know. Yeah, there's some cognitive things, I'm sure. But. Yeah, but kids just aren't going out and playing outside as much. They're playing inside and they're yeah. playing video games or computers or electronics or watching TV. Yeah. So that's one. Another one. Um, a, a, another one. The environment is a little more dangerous. In the, Now. Okay. So, yeah, gotcha. you know. Parents don't want their kids roaming around or going far from the house. Mm. I know I feel that way, even though we lived in a we live in a wonderful neighborhood. <laughs> sure. Still don't want them roaming just because there's cars, what, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But when I grew up, it wasn't uncommon for us to like travel miles and miles away on our bikes even when i was really young same here or walk for that matter i walked to school my first through fourth grade and it was not that far away but it was at least a mile oh we would talk we would cross major streets uh i mean yeah it's just amazing and so i that's where i was wondering is just the thought i mean i think many parents and depending on where you live but think of now as less safe than it was back then i wonder why that is 
Well, I think we just hear about everything more. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Is it because yeah. it was oversaturated media and people are just, you know, Well, there might know. be greater populations. I mean, and, with yeah, that, well, yeah, percentage of there's just more people. Go up. Well, yeah, there's just more people. Yeah. I mean, there's more people in a concentrated era, area. You're bound to, you know, and yeah. depending on where you live, if it's good or bad in that area. That's true. Um, I think there's just a perception, whether it's true or not. Maybe we have to look at some of the data of, of that it was safer back then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, the and then one of the major things which kind of culminate or puts it all together. Yeah. Just thinking of that word, whatever. Culminate. The, culmination. <laughs> accumulate. Culminate. Yeah, I know. That's what happens with recording a live podcast. Yeah, exactly. Where we don't go back and change things very often. Um, there's much less time to play. Right. So whether kids are now more involved in activities. Um, or the, the schools and parents are more focused on academic preparation, there's just much less time to play. Right. So as an example, you know, language, like maybe their kids are taking a foreign language, they're doing music, they're doing a team sport, they're doing an individual sport, whatever. Yeah. They're involved in multiple things, and so there is less time for play. Sure. And I certainly... I think I empathize with my children because there's often times where they say, we just want to play. Like, yeah. we don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. We just want to hang out. Like, I yeah. tried to convince my my kids to go to the store with me over the weekend. They're like, no, we just want to play. <laughs> play man. I'm like, you know what? I totally get it. I'll just go by myself. Never mind. Um, I, I understand. Like, that you just want to play. Yeah. And there's a desire yeah. to do that. Sure. Which I was happy because they were playing outside. So yeah. it wasn't a big deal. Right. Um, but really, so if we look at those things, why do we feel like play is so important? You know, what are some of the benefits that people have associated with play? And there's been a lot of research. I'm not documenting everything for this sure, purpose, sure, but there is a lot of research related to it. So here's a couple things that, you know, are attributed to play and why, or, or, or I should say the benefits of play. Uh, one, it promotes problem solving skills. Okay. Which a lot of these are self-explanatory. I mean, yeah. depending on what you're playing, you need to solve a problem. And, you know, there's different scenarios that you might get in. Um, another one, you learn to get along with others. So yeah. social skills. Sure. You know, like I was watching this game. You know, there's seven, eight kids playing, you know, four on one side, four on the other or whatever. They, they've got to coordinate. They've got to do things yeah. and, and do that. Um, second, improves memory. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, there's some cognitive stimulation that happens in the brain, mm-hmm. which actually can improve your memory. That's yeah. a good one. Um, this one's kind of like getting along with others, but basically conflict resolution, yeah. you know, there's situations where two people want something different and, yeah. you know, just the interaction with other people, especially yeah. when you're little, you know, gives you, um, you know, more opportunities to solve things, sure. more opportunities to solve conflict versus, you know, if you play in your room by yourself with your <laughs> there's no computer, conflict there's you have really not much resolution. Yeah, yeah. Um, stronger self-regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of this is the experience that the brain and the emotions and the hormones and all these things have when you're playing. Um, but the ability to regulate uh, yourself, they, they feel like it, you, you, it, it's really improved when you play. Uh, another one was interesting, better at math. Um, oh, there's all kinds of 
cognitive things as well, where your brain is forced to do, um, I think that comes in part with the problem solving. Like, you sure. know, you're, you see situations, you have to count or you have to measure or, you know, all kinds of things. But they're saying that that improves math. Well, you think about it, even with sports, there's a lot of math involved. Because totally. Like, how many yards did you get? How many home runs? Did you bat Three to average? one. Three to one. Six yeah, to like, eight. Yeah, just yeah. things like that. Basketball, same yeah. thing. Like, you're keeping score. Totally. You have to kind of use your math math. Totally. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, allows them to work through emotions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times, too, when you are involved in activities and play, there's emotion. There's good, bad, you know, anger, happiness. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of emotions that come up, uh, especially when you're involved with other people and you have to interact with other people. So that's something, too. It allows them to work through some of those emotions and be mm-hmm. familiar with those emotions. Um versus, you know, in situations where let's say they don't play, they don't interact with a lot of people, they don't have that ability to 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 deal with emotions until some serious situations happen. Right. You know, and then it's it's like, okay, well, how do I deal with this? Right, you know, right. Oh, wow, I've never felt that before, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um so some experience. Um a, a big one is improving your physical development. Yep. You know. That's kind of almost the number one you think of. Absolutely. You know, you know just strength, speed, uh, not, not that those are all essential things <laughs> um, in this PC culture that we're in. You know, right. This it's staying healthy. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then another one that was important was building the imagination. Yeah. And I see that all the time. Oh, I mean, gosh, making yeah. a fort. Yeah. You know, um, that's uh, the fun tracks part. that yeah. we've, they've done all kinds of stuff that they do. Yeah. It's really, really cool to build imagination. We built so many forts in my lifetime. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the, you pretend like something you're in the fort for a reason. It's a spaceship or a, oh, totally. you're a pirate or whatever no, I, it is. I saw, I saw my daughter the other day. It was, it was awesome. She had a friend over and I, I'm hearing them talk, but they're talking in like something that just was strange because they're like giving instruction. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're playing like they were totally playing school. Yeah. You know, one's the teacher. Yeah. One, I mean, they created this whole scenario. They yeah. had the books and the writing. Like nothing was prompted. Nobody said like they just did that on yeah. their own. You yeah. know, and it was really cool. I started listening, and it's I was like, like they play off each other. Oh, they're know? like it was. It was almost like a um, comedy ad lib. Yeah. You know, type yeah. of thing improv where you're like, session. yeah, like an improv <laughs> session. They're like given given some topic. All right, go. Yeah, you know, uh, that's so, really cool. Yeah, maybe we can make some money off. That. I don't, exactly. <laughs> Have you ever um, read the comic Calvin and Hobbes? Sure. So yeah. Calvin is like that, right? Yeah. He has a huge imagination, and, he, and that's he uses a box, and basically that becomes a spaceship. But if right. he turns it upside down, it transforms him to something <laughs> right. else. And I, it's fun of my one of my coworkers had the same. She had a box, and I go, and she had never heard of Calvin and Hobbes, and she goes, I go, dude, you need to go read Calvin and Hobbes because this <laughs> box looks exactly like that kind of box you would use. <laughs> You've got to make a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, that's funny. Yeah, it's, it is awesome, I, and I've seen some pretty amazing things out of boxes in our garage, yeah. <laughs> boxes and tape. Yeah. Right. And, but the only part I don't like about that is that we've had like six rolls of duct tape uh, used. And I'm like, where's our duct tape? We've gone through so much. And it was from them making robots. Oh, with, how funny. With, uh, with boxes. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> until you it's awesome it. until you have to clean yeah. it up. Uh, so what can we do as parents to encourage play? So I made a couple of these things. So the first one is to make sure that we provide them the time to play. You know, that's the one thing. So stop putting your kids in so many activities. They don't need piano lessons, language, tutoring, multiple sports. It's just too much. Right. So pick a thing or two at a time. Leave the rest to their imagination. Leave the rest of their imagination. <laughs> Let them play. Yeah. Let them have a good time. Uh, number two, we need to make sure that we offer them a safe place 
to play. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like, you know, the area where you live or your neighborhood is not safe, um, possibly bring them to a park or, you know, or some area where you can watch them or an indoor play area. Mm -hmm. You know, I know a lot of those are popping up. Um, Indoor play areas, trampoline parks, laser tag stuff. Granted, a lot of that stuff costs money, so that may not be an option. Well, that's what the YMCA started as, right? I mean, wasn't it like a place where, you know, the kids could go and play and do the activities? Yeah, whatever you feel. No, (laughs) I was trying to think of the line. (laughs) You can get a good meal. You get a good meal at the Y. Um, so yeah, that's, that is something you're right. Like, I mean, even the local, local community centers or things like that. I mean, I noticed there was one in Ocean Beach recently where I live and I'm like, Oh, that's a community center up here. I had no idea because it's right. a little bit up the hill. I wouldn't only go there. Right. But for the neighborhood kids, and a lot of that area has more houses than apartment complexes. So I imagine there's more families. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is really cool. There's a community yeah. center here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great to do that and utilize those kinds of facilities, which often don't get utilized. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, number three, a place should be fun and self directed. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. You know, sports and stuff are great, but. You know, keeping score, maybe whatever, but the idea of just having fun doing the sport, you know, right. kicking the ball around, yeah. shooting a basket, yeah. um, you know, that's the part where it's fun. It's unstructured. It's self-directed. They're, they're doing it the way that they well, want like to do it. Well, like you were saying, just pretending like you're something. Right. Like that's the thing. Like I remember when I was a kid, we would play lightsaber battles with mm-hmm. wiffle ball bats. Of course. <laughs> I think every kid Who did, did that. It? <laughs> right. If you haven't done that as a kid, Last please weekend. do that. No, <laughs> yeah. I kind of still want to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. It's something that you just want to allow them to do those kinds of things and be creative. Number four, um, when they're young, you might possibly need to find them others to play with. Mm -hmm. So the idea now what's become a scheduled play date, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the reason for that is introducing them to other kids. They might not be a social, especially like in the toddler stage, you start doing that. It's still a little difficult for them to create bonds and friendships at that age. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, and then, yeah, toddler, I get it. But then when you go to school, you kind of make friends. Correct. So that's kind of the thing. Well, so here's the thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, um, I know you were kind of explaining this to me that sometimes your neighbors won't even go to the same school. Right. Which that was unusual to me because I never grew up that way. Yeah. So even like, let's say kindergarten, first grade and even more, you know, especially the parents are often very busy. Yeah. And so there has to still be coordination of playing after school. Sure. So there usually is something like that where like, hey, on Thursday, why don't you have him come to our house or, you know, she can come over whatever. And so you sort of schedule these things because a lot of the kids are not the neighbors. Right. Um, You know, it is easy. Yeah. That's why I said, like, with we have some neighbor kids and on a weekend that can make sense. But during the week, sometimes that's hard. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes they're home, too. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it, you also, you know, when they're younger, you schedule those play dates and, you know, you, you kind of pick and choose. And when you do that, you get to influence a little bit more of who they're playing with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other episode, but, yeah. um, yeah. Cause they may make a choice that yeah. you don't necessarily agree with. Right. You know, so then you have to sort of uh, walk that line like, hey, can I have a play date with X, Y, Z? And you're like, no, I don't <laughs> want you around that child. Right. You know? Yeah. You can't really that's a hard thing to do. Sure. Um, so that's a, let me write that down. That's a, <laughs> don't want to play with that kid. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's another, another, the fifth one, encourage games and play. That's fun and active as an example, you know, there's hide and seek dancing, building stuff, riding bikes. I mean, there's a whole bunch of, of activities that you can yeah. go into, but just, these are fun things. Um, 
you know, just as I said, encouraging these, whether they're games or just, you know, unstructured play. Right. So basically the summary here for, if we can sum it all up (laughs) is play is really good for kids. That's (laughs) right. Um, Encourage them to play and provide them an environment that allows them to play. Yeah. That's, that's the word of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Or words. Words, the, the, the phrase. Um, the but Alan, if somebody has feedback, questions, comments, praise, what should they do? They should email us at podcast at dudesthedads.com or get in touch with our many social media profiles. Twitter at dudesthedads. Facebook, Deuce the Dads Com, YouTube, Deuce the Dads and Dad University. Jason's got some great videos on there. And go to iTunes and or Stitcher and leave some five star reviews or thumbs up or whatever kind of things oh, you can love give those us. Reviews. Yeah, and some comments would be helpful too. Whether you want to say something cool or constructive or whatever feedback you got, that'd be great. Awesome. Well, with that, Alan, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.